Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to Three and Out with Jason and Kevin. I'm Jason. That is Kevin. We are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation, Cincinnati Bengals website. We are on the Orange and Black Insider. Uh, You can find us on YouTube. You can find us anywhere that you stream podcasts. Uh, It's not just us. It's a lot of great shows. It's OBI. It's Chalk Talk. It's Talking Football with Bengal Jim and Friends. It's a bunch of great stuff. New content pretty much every day. Uh, So check that out. Subscribe. Smash that like button. Uh, Subscribe. And uh, check out all of our stuff. This is like episode 30-something. I don't know. I stopped keeping track like 10, 10 episodes ago. Uh, but yeah, a lot of, great, a lot of great stuff. Um, the Bengals are coming off their second straight win. They beat the yep. Seattle Seahawks yep. uh, in a close, ugly, gross game. Uh, but they came into – we talked about how they – it would be a miracle pretty much. Well, not a miracle, but it would be a big deal if they got to the bye week and they were 3-3. Three and three. We even talked at the beginning of the season when uh, when it was clear the Brewer was pretty hurt and they got embarrassed by the Browns. We even talked that if they could get to 3-3, three and three, everything yep. would be okay. And they did. And they did. They did. So they, they pulled out a, a close, ugly one, um, but they pulled it out. That's the big thing. So three and three, they got the bye coming up, and then coming out of the bye, they got a rough schedule. They got the Niners, they got the Bills right off the right off the bat. So well, uh, they but, can make some changes where they need oh, to, or yeah. finish getting healthy yep. on the far end. I think he's most of the way there. I think, but I think maybe the confidence just was one hundred percent. I do yeah. think it's kind of what we saw in the second half. Um, yeah, Orlando Brown went out. He stopped being confident. He's developed a couple bad habits. Gotten a little twitchy. Um, yeah, he did not play well in the second half, but we're getting there. We saw the borough we wanted to see in the first, give him a couple weeks. I yeah. actually think there's a pretty good chance. I think there's a at least a moderate chance we're five and three by the time the next two games are done, but at least I think we're taking we're taking one of them. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I do. Um, so, so the first two drives of the game, Burrow came out and the offense was great. Two touchdown drives back to back. First one was passed to um, to uh, Tyler Boyd, and the second one, Burrow was like backpedaling with the ball down by his hip, like feeling it. You know what I mean? And then whooped oh, yeah. one in to Andre Yosevich as he's going across the field. You know, it's Yoshi's first touchdown catch on his birthday, which is awesome. And then the wheels fell off the offense. Nothing worked after yep. that. I I 
I haven't watched the game again. I wanted to watch it to see if there was like an obvious adjustment that Seattle's defense made, but I just haven't, I haven't watched it again yet. But uh, the offense, I mean, they scored one more time. They had a field goal, but on that particular drive, they didn't gain a yard. It was an interception by Cam Taylor Britt, and they had three plays, gained zero yards, and, you know, um, uh, came in, Evan McPherson came in, kicked a long field goal. The defense was amazing. Defense was like Super Bowl winning defense. That's the I mean, story, they were right? Out. We, well, that's the story for sure. Yeah, we, we expect we expected bumps and bruises along the way yeah. as far as the offense was concerned. I think I would have liked to see it perform better in the second half. I don't think anybody would disagree with that statement. But I'm not overly worried. It's on a upwards trajectory at this point. But the defense has been not quite that just insane stopping power that we saw last year. And this is the first right. game where I'm like, oh man. And yeah. took again, took a couple games. They have not been dragging away the offenses, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm saying that, but they have not been what we expected. It took a couple games, and man, they showed up. And yeah, they don't they, I, they they hang around like they did last year, and the offense keeps growing. We're back, baby. Yep. Yeah, they, uh, I, I mean, the defense was so unbelievably good in this game. It was one of those things that was like, you know, once they got. I don't know, maybe it was the first sack. I don't know what it was. But once they really got rolling, it was like sharks smelling blood in the water. I mean, they just went off. You know what I mean? I mean, just all the pressures. There were a couple sacks. Like the last, there was a couple sacks like back-to-back at the very end of the game that shut the game down. You know what I mean? It was just a great, great overall defensive game. One that was just great defense. Uh, The offense plays well. It's one of those games where it's 28 to 13 or whatever, you know? Um so there's a lot to walk away with happy, especially the defense. And like you said, we, it's, you know, the offense is going to hit their bumps and bruises. You know, we know that, you know, hopefully the buy everything before this, I'm, I'm, if they come out of the buy swinging, I would be willing yeah. to look at this. Yeah. But I'd be willing to look at this first six games as like an elongated preseason. You know yeah. what I mean? That's it. The real right. test. So, yeah. And now let's, uh, let's move on to the meat of this episode. Um, we have the bye week coming up. The yep. what, what is also coming up is the trade deadline for in season yes. trades. And yes. me and Jason started a little conversation a few days back, just kind of going over this. And Jason stops me. He goes, "You know what? This is actually this is good for the podcast." Yeah. So we're each bringing two trades we would like the Bengals to make. Two players we would like them to acquire. Um, I tried to make it realistic. I, I'm yeah. sure Jason did as well, but um. That's going to be the content for the rest of the episode. Jason, why don't you start yes. us off in your dream bye week scenario? Who are the Bengals coming home with? So, like, in the dream scenario, it's obviously they trade, like, a seventh-round pick, and they get Justin Jefferson. Something like that. Yeah. I, you know, that's not going to happen. So, the realistic scenario is the trade number one is Samaj J.P. Ryan. Bring him, okay. bring him back. Okay. Denver's awful. I think they're one in five. Season's over. Everybody knows it. I think there's a decent chance that Russell Wilson gets benched. I mean, yep. any they they lost so many draft picks, sending them off to uh, Seattle, and anything they can get for anybody. And Smash P. Ryan is being out carried by two other running backs. Not even really yep. using them that much. So go bring Smash P. Ryan. I think a lot of people are saying like, oh, you know, they give up a second. There's no way 
anyone's given anything like that for Samaj P. Ryan. Give up a fifth. No. A fifth. Sure. Maybe a Especially sixth. For the Broncos. Something like they're, that. They're, yeah. they're an They'll take what they can get. They'll take so what, what they can get. You're wanting to go back to running back by committee. You yes. want Samaj P. Ryan and Mixon to be our two backs, and you yes. want to give Chase Brown basically a year to mature. Yeah. Yeah. I want what I would like. What I would like. See, here's the deal is right now, the last two games, Mixon got every single carry but two. Yep. And that's not sustainable. It's It's not, not, especially for Mixon. He's not a bell cow. Yeah. He's not. And, you know, he's on the wrong side of 25. Not saying he's old, but I'm just saying he's getting close to 30. And that's the wall. That's typically the wall for running backs. But it's just, it's just the run game is not working. The, Samaj P. Ryan is a better pass blocker. He's got more experience. He's a guy that the quarterback trusts, the head coach trusts. He knows the offense. You know what I mean? He could walk in and perform day one. You know what I mean? That way you can let Chase Brown, you know, let put put him in. Let let him run. But you know, if you're not if Chase Brown is gonna help us win a Super Bowl right now, then stay off the field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that, that that would be if we got P Ryan Chase yeah. does not see Chase that. is probably not going to be a know. handful of games. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's he'll be a special be teams it. guy. Yeah, he'll be a sure. special teams guy. Um, but yeah, that's that's my number one is Smaj okay. P Ryan, and I would say for a conditional sixth. You know what I'm saying? Depending on sure. like what we do in the playoffs, something like that. So sure, um, we need a tight end, and the Giants absolutely suck. No, uh, Darren Waller, bring him to me. He is currently top 10 in most metrics other than touchdowns. He is a very good tight end. He could immediately change this offense. And the thing is, is it works both in the short and the long term. We are hurting for lack of tight end right now. We really, really are. We rolled the dice too many times. We had Uzama. We turned him into a star. We had Hayden Hurst. We turned him into a star. And we, I think the coaching got it in their head that like any tight end will flourish under Burrow. And it's yeah. just not true. I'm already ready to declare it. I hope I'm proven wrong, but Irv Smith is just not the guy. We need somebody. Darren Waller's currently on a four-year contract, so we get him for three and a half years. He helps us win this year if we put it back together like I think we would. If we don't, he really makes it easier to absorb the loss of Tyler Boyd when that day comes. He is exactly what this team needs on offense, and I think he would be available for the right price. I'm not exactly sure what, what would you what would you give for Darren Waller? How old is he? Because I think we could huh? He's old on the he? older side, I believe. Let's find out. 31. 31. That's not overly old for a tight end. No, and they, they play has... they play a little longer than wide receivers. Yeah. So he's 31 and he is on he's under contract until 20 the end of 2026 so until the 2027 yes. season based on his gosh his cap hits really big it is. Hits we'd have to make some changes we'd have to renegotiate some million we have to push it for a year or two yes but uh, if we pushed it into the next year we could easily eat the additional cap space we need yeah. with tyler boyd's contract and then so you're asking me what i would give up for darren waller yeah is that what you're asking um I think a third. Wow, a third. Too. Yeah, I think a third. Yeah. I think a first is unreasonable, and a second is probably like bordering. For an older tight end, I would. Yeah, I would yeah. do a second. But I but think, I think a, a third or a yeah, good I, tight end for the next four years 
Yeah. You assume he's taking Boyd's spot, so he absorbs Boyd's cap the following yeah. year. He makes a change now, makes it easier to win the Super Bowl now, and makes the future easier for you as well. Aaron I think, Waller. yeah, I think a third or like a package, like a five-six. Something oh, like sure, that. an equivalent. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, all right, we we got we each got another one. Let's take a let's go to commercial and we'll come back and do this. Eastgate Smiles Dental Care is a warm and welcoming environment where expertise and customer service come together. As a local business, they love helping their fellow Cincinnatians manage their oral health and achieve a perfect smile. They pair the latest technology with years of experience to give you a smile worth showing off. They are dedicated to quality and convenience and can even perform dental crown procedures the same day in most cases. You like your smile, but they are here to help you love it. They personalize your care and match your needs. Call them today at 513-528-1150 to learn what they can do for your pearly whites. All right. So uh, my trade number two is kind of along the same lines as yours. Uh, a little bit different thinking, and that's Kyle Pitts. They're going to want a lot for him. I know. I know. But, and and here's here's the thing. I don't know what Atlanta's doing. I have no, and it's not like Des, Desmond Ritter think, is the first. I don't think Atlanta knows what Atlanta's doing, no. buddy. It's it's not it's not like Desmond Ritter's the first quarterback there to not really use Kyle Pitts. Like I don't really understand what's happening, but he's he's an athletic freak, and like I've watched film, he's open, he's getting open. Yeah, he just doesn't get the ball, and they're and they're like and they've transitioned to like they're a power run offense. You know what I mean? He's wasted there. And he wants, I'm sure he wants out. I'm sure he wants out. He wants to go someplace else. But, okay, he's on. I'm he's sure on they contract. want to trade him, if I'm being honest. I'm sure they do too. I'm sure they because do too. But what, what they want is a first. Him for, they could, yeah, what they're using him for, they could have a they could much Drew lesser tight end. Drew Sample. Yeah, you know what Give I mean? Give him Drew Sample. So yeah. get your picks back, right. at least some, somewhat back. Get your value, trade him. Get you almost any good blocking tight end off the street. Yeah. You're good to go. Like for the, for the way the Falcons are using him. It's yeah, almost a one for one trade. Like, yep. so the the thing is, is he's cheaper. He's younger. You have him for the rest of this year, and then you have a fifth year option next year. You know what I mean? So you have him yep. for two years. I you could tag. There's a tag and stuff like that. But usually when these trades happen, they they extend you. You know, they negotiate a contract yeah. well away, and then they announce an extension. So that's the part. I, I I don't know. He doesn't have the numbers to really like accurately gauge what you're going to pay him. Because you, know, you really can't pay off, I mean, you can pay off potential, but like if Joe Burrow didn't win a playoff game yet, they wouldn't have paid him what they paid him. You know, they paid him because he took us to the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship back to back years. That's probably true. And you're counting yeah. on them to do that again, you know? So, like, you can't, you can pay a little bit on potential, but you have to have results. And there are no results with Kyle Pitts. And that's not his fault. You know what I mean? No, I don't think so. Either. I don't know how you pay him. It's probably like a one year. Hey, we're going to pay you this and it's a prove it deal. You ball out like we know you can. You're going to be one of the richest tight ends in the NFL. You know what I mean? So I something like I would like, not want to trade for Kyle Pitts if we did sign him to a one year deal. No, no, no. I'm saying extend him for one more year. So you have him oh, this okay. year, next year. So you'd have him for three years. Okay. I'm the issue, the issue is, is the draft capital you're giving up. That's the issue yes. because they're going to want a first. But I think it's worth it. And here's so why. You would trade a first for Kyle Pitts. Yes. Okay. And here's here's why. Because he does replace Boyd. Okay. Yep. You have him for three years. And 
Kyle Pitts is probably better than any tight end coming into the draft other than Blake Bowers. And you're not going to get him or Brock Bowers. You're not going to get him anyway because he's a top 15 pick. Uh, no, you he just got sidelined for the season. He's hurt. Okay, well then, shit. We might something different. Now. I don't I don't know. But I know what you're saying. You know, I know what you're saying. Either yeah. way, I'm saying. You cannot, is, count, is, on, you cannot count on one tight end right. falling to you in the draft. I don't care. No, and we don't, know, we don't know who they're going to be. We know we have a pretty good idea of what Kyle Pitts could do. So I would be yeah. okay if the Bengals traded a first-round pick for Kyle Pitts. Okay. Would you? First is pricey, dude. I noticed. I'd, I'd trade a second. I'd trade a second. We we need we need too much. We need top tier talent. We need to draft an offensive tackle to replace Jonah Williams or you franchise tag Jonah. Jonah Williams. Yeah. We need a we need a three tech who can rush the quarterback so bad, dude. Um I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with the first, I don't think. I am comfortable yeah. with like the equivalent. May, I don't know. I'd have to look at it. I might be convinced the equivalent of a first. You know what I mean? A second and something like a, else. Like but a second, four, we need like a two, four, something like that. Something maybe, right? Because yeah. my issue is just that the two positions we need most, in my opinion, are you do the replace Jonah Williams or get a defensive tackle. And we're not going to get a great one bottom of the second. You know what I mean? Because we need somebody who's going to hit the ground running. We need somebody who's going to make a difference today. Um, yeah. But I do the equivalent of a first. I do the equivalent, so I'll give you that. We're kind of okay. on the same page, just a little yeah. different strategy. But I get what you're. Yeah, yeah, I get where you're at. All right. So who's your who's your second one? All right. Here's my final one. Okay. I, I want to go back. I want to go back to 2021, the NFL draft. Okay. We take Jamar Chase at five. I mean, it's a slam yep. dunk. We know it's a slam dunk. And everybody knows what's going to happen. Basically, those first five picks were preordained. We might have been a little nervous, but we knew. We knew it was going to happen. The question was round two. The question yeah. was round two. What are we going to do in round two? Is our guy going to fall to us? And guess what? Our guy falls to us. Tevin Jenkins. Oh, really? Falls <laughs> okay. to us at the top of the second. And we trade back and we take Jackson Carmen. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I so want Tevin to Jenkins? remedy. I want to remedy this situation. I want to go get Tevin Jenkins. Now this is partly with my heart, partly because he's bald out. He looks great. I don't think Volson is the guy. Some people seem to think Volson is at the very least. Not at the very least. I would just like to replace him with Tevin Jenkins, who does not have the run block, but he has the pass blocking down. Pat, dude, looks incredible. That's my pick. I want to shore okay. up this O-line. We get him for the next two years. We remedy the horrible, horrible mistake we made back in 2021 when Tevin Jenkins was sitting there for us to take. And we Hindsight's 2020. Hindsight is 2020. It's not 2020. It was 2020 then, too. And you know it. <laughs> Me and you were texting back and forth watching that draft. I know. Going, I, I know. cannot believe Tevin Jenkins fell to us. Well, I think that it, it, it was one of those things where when they didn't take him and they, you know, when they like announced Jackson Carmen, I think we were, what? Who? Yeah. Uh, he wasn't even on my radar. So, yeah. but it was the perfect scenario. We would nail the first and nail the second. But, anyways, that's my pick. I want if we're talking like win now, Burrow's still a little twitchy in that pocket. His head ain't quite right. I don't know what's going to be going on with this calf. Is it going to be a slightly lingering issue for the rest of the season? There's no way to know. We need 
to shore up that O-line as best we can. And we're playing pretty good across the board, except for one position that is Folsom. Bring me Tevin Jenkins. He is a he's on the Bears. I guarantee they'd be willing to listen. Well, the Bears shouldn't listen to anything about yes, anything. They should. Yes, they should. So the trade Especially because they're going to be trying to get draft capital, yeah. all the draft capital they can get, just on the off chance they aren't the worst team in the NFL, because they're going to want to trade up and get their quarterback. Because they're the done Bears? With fields, I guarantee it. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, I go. Wouldn't you be? No. I think he's going to be so good. They just have to give him a line. They have to give him some help. But Fields, I think, has potential to be really great. Like, really, really great. I mean, people I have really potential. For, yeah. I mean, he's well, had potential for I years. I, I'm just saying. I think. I think. The Burrow went to the, the Super Bowl with one of the worst O lines in the NFL. I, I get it, man. I get it. I get it. CJ Stroud's making the Texans look good. Mahomes came off the bench and instantly yeah. looked great. Okay. All right. It's Chicago. It's never been their thing. That, they've never <laughs> been good with quarterbacks ever. I mean, like, think about it. Yeah, it's Chicago. Like they like if, if you go back and you think of like, oh, name all the great Chicago quarterbacks, there's like one. And they're and he's not even I don't you know that they've never had a four thousand yard passer ever. I do. I saw that that's that like that's there's five thousand yard passers now. There's five thousand yard passers. There's a few of them. It's so weird that a team is net but like it's like their identity. Yeah, like oh explain having bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Explain every team in a couple paragraphs and for, or like a couple sentences. And for the Bears, it's always been really good defense and a good running back and crap passing game. Just if you want to be a wide receiver, go somewhere to die, go to Chicago. Sure. So, well, I yeah. still think they'd be willing to trade one way or the other. I think that they're hiring hmm. replacing Justin Fields. I just don't see it. I mean, he's not, he's not the guy, but that's a difference of opinion. Um, yeah. Regardless, I think being the worst team in the NFL, they should listen to every single thing. Oh, for sure. Wants to just listen, at least, to any offer that comes across. Um, yeah, I would uh, I would go try to get Tevin Jenkins. He looks so good in pass protection. Dude. Yeah. I do think it's really funny that we both did all offense, which makes sense because the offense has been, at worst, really bad, and at best, good. Not great, but good. You know, and I did look at defense to a certain extent, yeah. but I like the way it's humming right now. I don't know if I'd want to change anything mid-season. Um, we got a bunch of young up-and-comers who are going to keep the the defense relatively cheap. I mean, overall, um, yeah. for the next couple years, and I just couldn't find anybody I thought would be like available in an instant. Like the only the only one. The only position I looked at was defensive tackle, and the only reason is because I assume this will be the last year the DJ readers on the Bengals. Sure. Um, and there's no three tech, so I looked at defensive tackle a little bit. But one, we're talking about replacing Reader, which is not going to be just some guy that's going to be available via trade, because you know, no. there's only a hand, no. there's only a couple of readers in the league. There's really no other readers, but you know what I mean. I do. Um, and two, good defensive tackles like they can rush the passer. They're just they're just not. Available. No one's going to give them up yeah. unless you're willing to give up some crazy price. So overall, I think both of them, both of them had to be offense. So I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I did did look, just didn't find anybody. Yeah. Nobody that blew my skirt up. Me neither. So, well, that is our pitch. Yep. I would like uh, Darren Waller, and I would like Tevin Jenkins. I think both are good picks. One of them's with a little bit with my heart, but I do think they uh, they both make sense. Um, let's rank let's rank the four not okay. not in like not in like realism but like the best case scenario all four would help for sure 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 but who would help the most right off the bat the most 
I, I, I think Darren Waller. Think Waller over Pitts? I think Pitts just the athleticism over. You know what I mean? Okay, all, out the gate, Pitts. But okay. who is the better overall deal? I'd say is Darren Waller because he's on a four-year contract. Well, yeah, you don't. And have, it's going to be it's gonna, first, and we're not going to have to like pay him an insane amount of money. Like we're going to have to pay Pitts at the same time we're trying to pay Jamar Chase. Yeah. So okay, so you say Waller, I say who? Okay, can we agree on the least impactful? Probably P Ryan. Probably P Ryan. P Ryan, yeah. So yeah, still he'd be but extremely also, helpful. Maybe the most realistic. Yeah, yeah. You know I what I like mean? Like if we're, if we're being honest. Yeah, they can't keep just hands and mixing the ball and him run into a wall for two and a half yards and fall down. They just can't keep doing it. And they can't do it 25 times a game and then give Chase Brown one carry or Travion Williams two, whatever. If if they want to run the ball, this is what I want them to do. If they're not going to get a new running back, Chris Evans, Chase Brown, Travion Williams, Joe Mixon, they each get a minimum of six carries. And then you just feed the hot hand. That's it. Just whoever's good, feed it. And if it's, if it's different every week, then good. It's different. If Chase Brown starts to pick up and run, then give just let him go with it. You know what I mean? Just feed the hot hand. That's it. I don't care how much Mixon's getting paid. I don't care how much how just everybody needs to be playing from now on as far as the running backs are concerned. I can you see know, it. well, I mean, game script allowing. If you're down by thirty, obviously you can't do that. So, but yeah, I think that would be the good thing. So, well, they're going into the bye, so we got two weeks of no Bengals football. Uh, like. 13 days of no Bengals football. And next week we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the Niners because that's who's coming up five and one. Well, five and one now just got beat by the Browns. It's going to be a tough, uh, tough game. Niners are good. So you got anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening again. uh, That's Kevin. I'm Jason. We're on the orange and black insider. Uh, on YouTube, anywhere that you can find podcasts. There's a lot of great shows on there. Just go check everything out. There's new content every day. Uh, we are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation, Cincinnati Bengals site, and we are sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Kevin, good night. Everybody, who day? Have a good weekend. Who day?